You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Happy Wednesday. You're halfway through another week. These past couple of days, we've talked about the fact that we hate to wait and we're drawing wisdom that we can learn from Exodus chapter one when the Israelites were in one of many seasons of waiting. And whenever we're going through a difficult season of waiting ourselves, some like significant questions start running through our minds like, what's going on? Now, the book of Exodus begins with some very disturbing and sobering images of the Israelites being driven to forced labor. They're being oppressed. They're being beaten. They're treated like no human being should ever be treated. But it hadn't always been this way. 400 years earlier, the Israelites had a great beginning in Egypt. 400 years earlier, Jacob's son, Joseph, you know, the guy with the coat of many colors who originally came to Egypt as a slave, ended up rising to the number two position in the nation. He saved the entire nation from a time of famine. Remember that great story? Well, the nation was so grateful for his leadership and for what he had done that out of gratitude, they gave him one of the finest pieces of land in Egypt. So Joseph accepted the offer, moved his entire family there to the land of Goshen. And as time passed, they made a wonderful life and living in Egypt. Life was good. They began to have babies. They had lots of babies and the babies had babies. But as their numbers grew, Egypt grew nervous. And a new king came to power who didn't really know anything about Joseph and how he had saved the nation years earlier. Here, He feared they would grow to be too numerous and that they would turn against Egypt. Exodus chapter 1 says, so they put slave masters over them to oppress them with forced labor. They worked them ruthlessly and made their lives bitter. That's bad, but it didn't stop there. Exodus one twenty two says, Then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people, Every boy that is born you must throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. I think the Israelites must have been puzzled by all of this long season of waiting and wondered, like many of us, what's going on, baby boys in the Nile? You see, God had promised them many years earlier that one day, He would give them their own land, a land flowing with milk and honey. 400 years have gone by. Think about that. 400 years and no one has seen a promised land. Can't you identify with that a little bit? You may have never faced slavery or genocide, but haven't you had those periods where you wait and you pray and you cry out to God and you wait some more and it just seems like God is silent? It's the experience of a couple who have waited and prayed for 12 anxious, doubting years to have a baby, but they still wait. It's the person who buried a spouse, a child, and they wonder, will the grief ever heal? It's the person broken by divorce, and you feel so hurt, so betrayed, so damaged, and you wonder, will you always feel like damaged goods? Friends, that's what Israel experienced for 400 years. That's what the psalmist David experienced. And and I just want to close today by reading for you what he wrote in Psalm 40. He said, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. Let me repeat that. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. And David goes on and says, he lifted me up out of the slimy pit, 
out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. And he put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. And listen, I'm believing and I'm praying today that those of you patiently waiting on the Lord, that in this time, he will turn to you and hear your cry. And he's going to lift you out of the pit and set your feet on a rock and put a new song in your mouth. There can be miracles in this time if you believe. Well, God, I pray for those who are in these difficult seasons of waiting today where all we can do is trust. We can trust that you will be the God of miracles. I thank you that when we're waiting and we cry out to you, you hear our cry. And God, I know some are crying out to you today from a very difficult personal place. And I pray that you'll hear their cries and bring miracles into their life. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Catch you tomorrow.